Hi everyone, this is Nellie. It's April 16th, 2021. You've tuned into my phone ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. And this will be part two to last Saturday's message. So I thank you for tuning in and I'll go ahead and play that, that message for you. I hope you're having a great day. Here it goes. The first commandment is to love your God with all your heart, mind, soul, might. I mean, with all your being, he has to be first. And the second is to love love thy neighbor as thyself. So, and then Jesus is on record as saying that all the commandments really are about these first two commandments. If you can love your God first with all your heart, might, and mind, um, and love thy neighbor as thyself, then you're living the good fruits of the Spirit, and there's nothing for you to be worried about, (laughs) because you're, you're doing everything the way God intended for you to do. It's not about, you know, what you eat, or, you know, if you slip, or, or anything like that. It's, you know, if the first person in your mind at the the beginning of the day and all day is God consulting God for every with every decision you make you're not going to be so filled with the spirit of fear and anxiety and um, and of course those things still creep in we're only human but this is how you battle battle them out Um, uh, by just Jesus was on record by saying, get out, get out. He was saying to the, get behind me, Satan. And he, he commanded evil to leave. It, you know, that's all it takes. Get out, get out of here. <laughs> anyway, okay, so I just wanted to just say that no matter, no matter this arrest and no matter how they told him not to go out and, and, and to preach, the name of Jesus Christ, they said, no, I will continue on. I believe that um, uh, you know, you got to read all the books to get the complete picture, but um, in before I go to Galatians, I'm going to go to chapter 5 in Acts, because I'm just noticing that there's an imprisonment and a release there. So, in, in this one, I, I was kind of trying to touch on it earlier, but I didn't know if it was going to say it during that chapter. But there is a, a man in the high council, and he says, um, you know, there have been other people that have, have tried to lead the Jews astray. And then, you know, give it enough time and, and it... It'll all go away uh, because it's it's just a uh, oh what would you call it um, it's just the theme of what's going on at that point in time it's it's a uh, um, the popular thing to do right now so people get led astray in a certain direction um, for a little while and then. And then it just kind of fades out. 
So there, um, I'm going to see if this records it because it's really good. Um, because we get another person that um, sees uh, God at work and, and his family is um, converted into believing in Jesus. Okay, so uh, verse 17 in chapter 5, or I'm beginning in verse 17, but uh, oh gosh, people, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to have this get so lengthy. Um, this goes all the way to verse 42. I don't know if I'll read the entire thing, but we'll see, because I, I just want to touch on that one person that says, you know, if, if this is of God, who are we to to get in the way of it? Okay, so, and then I'll get into Galatians, and Galatians is only going to be just a short little piece there that I'm going to just conclude. Okay, imprisonment and release, and we're in Acts chapter 5, starting in verse 17. But the high priest rose up, along with all the associates, that is, the sect of the Sadducees, and they were filled with jealousy. They laid hands on the apostles and put them in a public jail. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the gates of the prison, and taking them out, he said, Go, stand and speak to the people in the temple, the whole message of this life. Upon hearing this, they entered into the temple about daybreak and began to teach. Now, in that paragraph, you know, wow, okay, the angel releases them, you know, because the message needs to go forth. And so they get released. Okay, and now when the high priest and his associates came, they called the council together, even all the senate of the sons of Israel, and sent orders to the prison house for them to be brought. But the officers who came did not find them in the prison, and they returned and reported back, saying, We found the prison house locked quite securely, and the guards standing at the doors. But when we had opened up, we found no one inside. Now when the captain of the temple guard and the chief priests heard these words, they were greatly perplexed about them as to what would come of this. But someone came and reported to them, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then the captain went along with the officers and proceeded to bring them back without violence, for they were afraid of the people that they might be stoned. So, again, you know, the apostles are out there preaching and the people are listening and, you know, who, who are hearing the word of God. And so all these people, I mean, I, you know, it, it, those are, those are words from the Bible that there was, you know, the captain of a temple guard and the chief priests and, um, they, they were all just really trying to eagerly get this to stop. But they had to do it in, you know, in secret because of the fear of the people now that they would be stoned. So when they had brought them, they stood them before the council. The high priest questioned them, saying, We gave you strict orders not to continue teaching in this name, and yet... You have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. But P Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. 
the God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you had put to death by hanging him on a cross. He is the one whom God exalted to his right hand as a prince and a savior to grant repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. So, I told you earlier, uh, Resurrection Sunday, how Pilate said, you guys do this. You know, I'm watching my hands with this. So, uh, these high leaders of Jerusalem, they're, they're still saying, you know, you're trying to still tell the people that, Jesus' blood is on our hands. Well, it was on their hands. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, and I, I apologize that in this this story, um, there's, uh, the Apostle Paul was also imprisoned, and um, an angel appeared and unshackled, they, they removed the chains, and um, it was that um, guard that witnessed this, you know, that Paul said, we haven't gone anywhere. Uh, we're still here. You're not in any, in any trouble with your superiors. Uh, but he, he thanked them, of course, for not getting him in trouble. But he also saw the miraculous act of the angel letting him go. And he, um, his, he and all his household were, uh, were saved. So I'll have to find out for next time about that account. But anyway, it does record here, um, and I may pronounce some of these people's names incorrectly, but it's um, uh, my, at my best, <laughs> uh, it's Gamaliel's Council. But when they heard this, they were cut to the quick and intended to kill them. But a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, respected by all the people, now he's not. He's a. He, this is a Pharisee, so he's he's a great authority here, and the people, uh, you know, are the Jews, and uh, so he he's he's speaking up here, and he's saying um, he stood up in the council and gave orders to put the men outside for a short time, and he said to them, men of Israel, take care what you propose to do with these men. For some time ago, Thutis rose up, claiming to be somebody, and a group of about 400 men joined up with him. But he was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. So this was, you know, this other Thutis, or however you pronounce his name, he claimed to be somebody, and he had people follow him, and he was killed. And then, you know, because he's this uh, Thutis was... Uh, pronounce his name differently every time sorry about that but um he you know he wasn't god god he he's he's real so nobody can ever um discount what what he did he is god this is his uh, story recorded in the bible for us to hear and and understand and, and believe and grow our faith and uh, to this day people are still trying to say Jesus doesn't exist uh, as, and the Jews don't believe that um, they're still believing the same story that the guard 
guards were were told to say, you know, that the, the disciples snatched the body and Jesus never resurrected. But to this day, they still believe that and they're still waiting on their Messiah. But anyway, sorry, I keep coming off the story. But so he's talking about this one guy that 400 people followed him and then he died and then they stopped following him. It says they were dispersed and came to nothing. After this man, Judas of Galilee rose up in the days of the census and drew away some people after him. He too perished, and all those who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I say to you, stay away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan or action is of men, it will be overthrown. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them or else you may even be found fighting against God. So, and very good advice, because, you know, I'm sure this guy was seeing, you know, there's a lot going on here. Uh, there's, I, I don't know about you guys, but this definitely not humans. Um, coming up with all this this is this is god and so he's saying you know ultimately you'll be found fighting against god so in verse 40 they they took his advice his advice and after calling the apostles in they flogged them and ordered them not to speak in the name of jesus and then release them so they went on their way from the presence of the council rejoicing that they had been considered worthy to suffer shame for his name Every day in the temple and from house to house, they kept right on teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. So it didn't matter that they were flogged. And it didn't matter that they were ordered to not speak of Jesus. And they even considered themselves worthy to suffer. Worthy. You know, I don't know if we're living in, in the time of, of Jesus' return, but it if we are, suffer for him, <laughs> saying, if you want to live, you're going to die. But if you die, you'll be with him for eternity. So it's, it's the other way around. If you choose to live in the end and denounce Jesus, you're going to, you're, you're not going in the, going to be going in the right direction. So, you know, it, it, there's just many, many, many warnings of um, not taking that mark. And uh, it's not going to be um, a secret mark or a mark of confusion. You're going to know whether you're taking the mark or not. He names it 666. It's not, you know... Um, It's, it, he's not a God of confusion. So that we can't even add an hour to our lives, not even one hour. Um, and the, the end here of, of where I want to end uh, today's message is and, um, basically choosing this day who you're going to serve. And... It has to be a hundred percent, a hundred percent. 
because if you start siding with what the world is doing, you're it, you're going to go. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but the world's going deeper and deeper into darkness. Deeper and deeper into darkness. So I learn now um, um, not to side with anything dark. Okay, so. I am going to go ahead and uh, read until I get to um, picking a side. Okay, now this is the Apostle Paul. Paul, an apostle, not sent from men nor through the agency of man but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren who are with me. So a lot of these books are going to start out, you know, I'm a witness. I don't come to you by mere man. I'm coming to you by the power of God. God is running the show. God is running everything on heaven and in earth and under the earth. Okay, to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, so that he might rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forevermore. Amen. That's a powerful, powerful. Um, just he gave himself for our sins so that he might rescue us from this present evil age and this is a lot this is a, as alive today as it was back then when Paul wrote this message and uh, it's even just become more evil but he doesn't say that um, he might rescue us he, he doesn't say that he will rescue us it's per important to hear that that he might because not everybody will be saved just you know like I've said before if you believe in the son and all of this all that the son did you will be saved you will be with him for eternity so let me read that again he might rescue us from this present evil age some he will rescue some he won't just depends guys Okay, the perversion of the gospel. And this is so true today as it is, as it was back then. Please listen, please hear. Paul writes, I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel. He's amazed, he can't believe it. It's so true today, even more so. More so, there are so many... Um, believing bits and pieces of the Bible, bits and pieces. Timothy records, uh, Paul record, records it in the book of Timothy, how people are hearing what their itching ears want to hear so they can justify the perversion that's going on in, these, in this day and age. Now remember, God got rid of everybody except Noah's family. He flooded everything and everybody except the animals and the people that he left on the ark in the ark there was just noah 
and that's it. His wife and his kids. There was no other people that were were saved in that day and age. And uh, it's going to be like that in end times. Um, of course, more than more than one family, but um, it's uh, don't don't be under the impression that everybody that all that's happening in this world is God's okay with it. He's on record. They know I'm not okay with it. I'm so not okay with it. He got rid of Sodom and Gomorrah for for the reason of um, all the men in that city were having sex with men. Um, and he did not remove any of, any of the Old Testament from the New Testament. So he didn't come to abolish um, the the law, which is the, the Old Testament and the, the prophets and the Psalms, the entire Old Testament, he did not come to abolish not even one letter or punctuation mark from the entire Old Testament. So um, I guess you just need to read the Old Testament to know what, what he meant by that. According to Jesus, he didn't come to change any of that. He's still standing firm on what what the Old Testament says. Well, Jesus is um, God. I mentioned to you, Jesus is God. He God doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He's, he's he does not change. Okay. So anyway, he, he says, I'm amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel, which is really not another. Only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed. As we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, he is to be accursed. For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? That's, that hits it right on the head, people. Put your name in there. For I now, for am I now seeking the favor of men or of God, or am I striving to please men? If I was still trying to please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. So, uh, there you have it. You can't serve both. It's stick to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, go, if you have a Bible, start at the very beginning. Start at the very beginning because it speaks of God's Holy Spirit hovering over the water before he created man and everything on the earth. There, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy uh, Spirit, they're all there's an account of them in the, from the beginning, all the way to the end. 
all the way to the end. So, and, uh, you know, he's not, he's, he doesn't change. He doesn't change. He's not going to change his viewpoint on what he considers a sin. He's not going to, um, I've already mentioned that anything that you do, even if you're cursed, and a cursed person doesn't mean that you can't repent of that sin and be saved. Um, it does not mean that at all. If you uh, reject the Holy Spirit, now that is an unpardonable sin. It's much scripture against uh, to say that. The only other thing I can say that um, isn't going to save you in the end is taking that mark, 666. Once you take it to live, to be, you know, according to the, that book, we'll get into it another time, you can't buy or sell or anything like that without receiving this mark. And in order to buy and sell, you have to buy water, you gotta buy food. So people might take the mark to live, but they're not gonna live. They're gonna go into the eternal um, separation from God. So, you know, anybody that takes medications, oh, I, you know, think, you know, they're, they might consider taking the mark because they, they need um, to keep their blood pressure in check or, or whatever, you know. They need their medicines. But Jesus is on record. See, I've told you ahead of time. He warns of all this ahead of time, so you know. somebody's you know mentioned it to you uh, and again you know this could take place after our lifetimes but we want to make sure that the next generation knows um, what's written in, in the living word of God so, uh, and he's a God of love a God of love is more, I'm going to tell you ahead of, ahead of time everything that he has done from the beginning and everything that he's going to do now and everything that he's going to do in the end. In the end, it's not an ending, people. He creates a new heaven and a new earth with his people. And oh, hasten the day. <laughs> I love you guys. All the glory to God. I hope everybody's having a great day. I may not come on tomorrow. I, I went a little long longer than I had anticipated today. I love you guys, and I hope you're having a blessed day. Still windy out. I'll have to record that message that I spoke of in regards to the wind. I, I really, uh, scripture says that um, a big wind came upon the disciples after they, uh, after Jesus told them he was going to send them a gift from his father. It was the Holy Spirit. And he came in the form of heavy wind. <laughs> and so this wind really reminds me that the Holy Spirit is 